but I think it's um, re remarkable the way he, he has invented a sort of hymn that explains the hymn that will live in the world in his 50s and early 60s. Well, we, we all do it. Well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure that's true. But it's, in this case, manifests itself right. in some amazing ways, which we'll get to. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? You didn't know this kid! Okay, we did! They're looking for help. We call BS! They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the when businesses go bankrupt, I know them. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets because the nature of our military has changed. We have these things called aircraft carriers where planes land on them. When we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. One of the things we, we seem to be sort of discovering is, he, he and all the KGB people that supposedly leave in the collapse of the Soviet Union, 800,000 men and women who disappear or who fall out of their jobs, uh, are kind of, the word we keep coming up with is shipwrecked. They're just mm -hmm. out there somewhere, right? Uh, he lands in uh, Leningrad and then St. Petersburg. I don't know how much time we need to spend in this territory as we get him up to the FSB and in Moscow, but is there, is there something about the Subchek uh, era, the, the place, the time, other than the documentary he has made about himself uh, uh, at that time that, that is relevant and important for us to know about? Well, the important thing is that he stayed in the KGB. He, um, he returned to Leningrad, he got a job, and this was a classic KGB posting. He got a job as the uh, man in charge of foreign relations for the university at the time. Very sensitive posting at the time because universities were just starting to open up to, to foreign students, foreign teachers, uh, foreign exchange programs. And so, of course, you needed a KGB man to oversee all of that. And so he was in that position, not for very long. And then he, go, he takes another classic KGB posting, uh, which is being an assistant to uh, an official who was one of the first elected officials in the country. Uh, Leningrad was the first city in the country to hold elections to its city council. 
and it's a very large legislature. It's a huge city. It's five million people, um, and very exciting election. And they were really trying sort of radical democracy at the time. They wanted leader, a leaderless city council, some of them, and uh, direct democracy of, of, of all kinds. It was, it was really beautiful. And Sobchak, uh, the, the, the mayor, uh, emerged as a kind of centrist. Right? He had been a member of the Communist Party, unlike some of the New Democrats. Uh, he had very much been a member of the establishment, uh, a, a professor at, at the university, so it means that his ideological credentials had passed muster with the Communist Party. And now he's, he's a Democrat, but not as radical as some of these uh, Leningrad direct democracy advocates and that sort of thing. And so he is able to, to get sort of the, the more conventional communist uh, uh, constituency and the new democratic constituency. And so he gets elected by the city council to be mayor. And Putin becomes his assistant. And he served as his deputy uh, up until 1996. And now he was in charge of the city's foreign business. And again, that would be something that would be a logical sort of place to plug a KGB man into. But also, in all fairness, probably a, a job that he could navigate better than many other people. He had been abroad. He had been trained in talking to, to foreigners. So it, it makes sense that, that, that his skills would appeal to someone like Sapchak. Sapchak ha, uh, wrote in his memoirs that um, he was fully aware that uh, Putin was with the KGB, and he implied that he preferred to pick his own KGB agent rather than have one. Oh, wait a minute, I thought the KGB was disbanded. Right, so the KGB was not disbanded. Uh, the, after the failed August 1991 coup, Yeltsin gave orders, or actually forced Gorbachev to give an order to the new director of the KGB, who replaced the one who had organized the coup, uh, to disband the KGB. And this new man had four months to work on it, four months that the Soviet Union remained legally an entity. And all he succeeded in doing was breaking it up into 15 different KGBs for each of the constituent republics of the Soviet Union. So here he is, he's, he's, he's made the... So, head, yeah, so, go ahead. Sir, maybe we should then mention the embezzlement in St. Oh, oh uh, the food and the food? Yes. Yes, okay, yes. let's go do that. Thank you for listening to Public Access America, produced by Public Access Pod. Discover great new playlists on SoundCloud at Public Access America. Discover our catalog of vintage videos on YouTube at Public Access America. And finally, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. We're back in Leningrad. So as, uh, as, as the deputy to the new elected mayor in 1991, Putin uh, has to administer this weird program. The, the new Russian government, the new government of the, of the independent Russia was terrified that people were going to starve because food shortages had become so profound that they had no way of, of, of basically ensuring that the population would have enough food to not start uh, starving. Uh, and they decided to issue uh, different regions of Russia 
permissions to use strategic reserves to exchange for food imports. At the time, the ruble was not convertible, so they couldn't give them money to buy food. But they could tell them, you have you know, timber or precious metals or whatever else they had in that particular city that you can use to procure food for your city's population to prevent starvation. So Putin had $100,000 worth of those credits that he could use. And he had to create a system for exchanging timber, in that case, uh, timber and metals for, um, for food. He created a system that never delivered any food. Uh, but the city council, when it began investigating what had happened, concluded that he had purposely created companies um, with uh, faulty contracts that could not be enforced so that the city, uh, so that the company could basically write off a loss and the city could never demand uh, reparations because the contracts were purposely, in, uh, uh, pur purposely um, constructed in such a way uh, as, to, as to prevent enforcement. And so the city council investigation concluded that Putin needed to be prosecuted. Uh, but that required uh, an order from the mayor right, to, sort of, to allow the prosecution of his deputy. Instead of allowing that, the mayor actually disbanded the city council and proceeded to govern by decree for about a year and a half. So much for democracy, yes. Fledgling democracy. Exactly. Strangled, drowned, whatever you do with it. So how does his, uh, how does his, uh, how do his characteristics manifest themselves as he's uh, made the head of the FSB in, uh, in Moscow? So unsurprisingly, we know the least about his time as head of the FSB, except that he, um, he was a bit of an outsider there, even though he was a career KGB man. He was a colonel, or actually was lieutenant colonel when he was pr promoted to head of the FSB. He felt that he wasn't trusted and that he didn't trust the men there. He held his meetings in a disused elevator shaft in the FSB building because he was afraid of, uh, of being wiretapped. That's about all we know. So. Um, not, not a, he wasn't a reformer. He didn't, he didn't leave a trace on the FSB except for that, that funny story about taking his meetings in the in the elevator shop. And that was with Berezovsky, right? That was with Berezovsky. Um, uh -huh. Okay. Who because, who has a plays a sort of central role in the ascension of uh, Vladimir Putin? Right. So Berezovsky was an oligarch who fancied himself a kingmaker. Uh, and I mean, there was there was this sort of phenomenon of men who'd become very very wealthy very very quickly in the 1990s, because they were smart and well placed, and so Berezovsky was one of them, and it really went to his head. And he was he was a masterful sort of bluffer. He would he would uh, buy a minority stake in a company and then pretend that he owned the whole company, and proceed to give orders, and people would believe him. And so he, I think he felt a little bit like that with the whole country. And Yeltsin uh, seemed to like him and trust him. 
he made him the head of his security council at, at one point. Uh, he, um, he was very much part of Yeltsin's inner circle, what, what was called the family, even as Yeltsin sort of alienated uh, everybody else. And Berezovsky lobbied for Putin as a successor uh, uh, to Yeltsin. Yeltsin needed a handpicked successor because he was afraid of being prosecuted in case the opposition took power uh, after his second term was over. He was a very different kind of man to Putin. I don't think he considered the possibility of, say, canceling elections and, um, and going for a third term, something that Putin has done. He's, he's now in his third term. But um, uh, although he hasn't canceled elections, but he's, he's fiddled with the Constitution in all sorts of creative ways. Um, but Yeltsin, yes, Yeltsin wasn't like that, but he, but he certainly didn't want to go to prison. So the idea was that they would, would put somebody uh, they could play uh, in the president's chair. therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month that's better help h-e-l-p Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.